Alright, y'all still, y'all still buck there, right? Yep. Yes, this is crazy. It says, avoid legal snacks by telling people they're being recorded. I mean, so, that's good enough. Yeah, okay, now you know that we are recording for this podcast <laughs> that we are recording. Yeah, I was there, looking through is, all these topics today. Yeah, I was just about to say, there's not a lot going on. I mean, what, yeah, what's going on? I was going to say, I literally have no hot takes. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, like, what's going on? Like, there's nothing in the NBA. Only thing I know about the NBA is that Kawhi has some huge-ass hands. And I was looking yeah. Yo, I so, wait, when that picture, I didn't notice that at first, like, the, you know... The person I know is Jetty Osmond. It was later that night. I, I was like, I'm home. Look at the picture again. And I was like, wait, do I have like a Photoshop version of this picture? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I his hands so big. Yeah, I didn't see the ball. I was just like, oh, that's crazy. And then yeah. I saw somebody's reply, and it was like Kawhi Leonard is holding a regulation size basketball. And then I went back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what, what does it look like when he's, like, playing video games? Does he, like, have, like, a PS4 controller? He has to have a custom-made one. Has to have a custom-made one. He yeah, has, a, has, do you remember the old Nintendo Turbo controller? It was, like, an 8.5 <laughs> by 11. Yeah. He's got that joint. Like, the joint that's, like, the arcade replica? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the joystick. Yeah, I was so perplexed. I was just like, yo, why is this man's hand so large? Right. And then I remembered, like, he's the same one that, like, legit stole the ball from Ben Macklemore every time he kept coming up the courts. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I just had another thought. <laughs> Kawhi's hands, like, what is his, like, what's his, what's his, uh, wiping situation like? <laughs> oh, 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 my God. God. <laughs> Listen, man, when you have hands that big, you get famous enough to hire somebody to do that. You know? I was gonna, I was gonna say something actually basketball related, and of course, Fabian had to take it there. Look, I was gonna, the, I was gonna the say the royal like, taint is clean. I, let me throw that in before you start talking about basketball. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say I do know <laughs> that he has more steals than fouls in his career, right? Is that how many people have that? Uh, I forget exactly, but I know he has, looking at it right now, he has 723 steals and 706 fouls, which is wild to me. I'm about to, I'm about to try to figure this out on basketball reference. I mean, I'm going to beat you to it. Ooh, Chris Paul's uh, yeah, close. You Chris Paul's close. Are. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul, Chris Paul is really close, but I don't think he's going to be able to do that anymore because he doesn't really so close steals as much. Chris Paul before. Yeah. He was really close. Yeah. Wait, wait, you told me this last time, like, when I said this to you, that was your rebuttal, Chris Paul, because you have yeah. to say Chris Paul for everything in life. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's the greatest point guard of all time, so, you know. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was with you for, for like a year, but how many times can you break down, you know? Not as far as he's not healthy. I, I mean, but if, you, I mean but, you, but if you want me the greatest, or, you know, call the greatest, sorry, Hutch. No, I was going to say, like, like Availability is like it matters, right? Yeah, like <laughs> he's like, yeah, he'll be there for fifty-five games. Chris Paul will give you a good fifty-five games, and then he'll break down after another like fifteen in the playoffs. But besides that, yeah, greatest. Can you break down? Saying. Can you break down greatest? Give us your. Can you can you make the case? I've never actually heard you just say this out loud. What, for, the Chris, for Chris Paul? Oh, please, yeah. no. No, 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 no. We're not okay. doing this. And I love Chris Paul, <laughs> yeah. but let's not do this right now. Because I already know how this right. is going to go. 
Alright, so on defense, he's obviously well, I think the like the, the biggest thing is that like it's just his impact on turnovers, right? Both on offense and defense. Like if you look at the when he switches teams, like when you switch from the Pelicans to the Clippers, the Pelicans went something from like top ten and like ball and taking handling the ball at least turnovers to like bottom bottom ten or something like that. And the Clippers had the same switch except in the opposite direction. So I feel like basically I feel like the, what makes him great is the things that he doesn't. So he never turns the ball over. He doesn't really foul people, and that's like really hard to see or appreciate. I feel like he's probably just as good an offensive point guard as Magic. And he's, I don't know who's a better defensive point guard. So here's the thing. And it's kind of similar to football to where sometimes you can be so great at protecting, the, like not turning the ball over that you somewhat limit to your team's like ceiling in, especially like in the playoffs. Just because you're going to be like, I like, completely disagree. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like, saying, what, so, I'm, like, like, all right, the, the playoff, all right, the biggest mark you can have against him is the playoffs stuff, right? But literally, yeah. like, the last five Clippers playoff runs, either him or Blake got injured every single time. Yeah. So, like, if you want to say that, you know, you don't want to rely on Chris Paul because he gets injured or you want to dock him for being injured, I think that's fine. But in terms of his actual play, I don't really see what you can criticize. I'm trying to see if his turnover rate goes up in the playoffs. <laughs> that, I mean, I guess that's nitpicky at that point. No, I mean, I just think it's a situation to where I don't want to trust anybody under, like, his size. Yeah. To be to be my lead person, just because they're easier to defend than someone who's like a six seven initiator. So I just, agree. I mean, that's just a limitation okay. of the point guard position, right? Yeah, that's a limitation. Like magic or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can flip like, or hopefully Ben Simmons in like five years, if he ever decides to learn to shoot. He's gonna have to learn something. He's gonna have to learn a floater. He's gonna figure out the right hand. Something. He's gonna need two somethings though, because you could take something away. Right now he has nothing, so you just back up. But even once he gets something, people are going to adjust to that. I feel like he needs two something. So I feel like he's yep. further away then. I think, honestly, Ben Simmons, the way he's like progressing in the NBA, honestly, if he, I low-key feel like he got like a floater or like a, like, and given that the mid-range is like not something that makes sense by, like, it doesn't make sense to the league, I feel like it's going to take too much time for him to go from uh, just zero from shooting from the outside to like become a thirty percent or thirty five percent three point shooter. Like, he's gonna have to make some type of progression. Like he's gonna have to develop some type of mid range. Just like he gets a set shot in four before he can like actually get out to the three point line. Because he's right now has nothing, and I don't know how long it will take for him to actually become like even a credible shooter from the outside. Why is he so bad? Like, why is he such a best? Is is he is is he the worst non-big? Like, or I guess he technically kind of is a big, but like, is he the worst point slash wing shooter? Yeah, remember how bad Rajon was when he came in the NBA? That was terrible. Rajon would shoot it though. Like, like Ben doesn't even he doesn't even shoot it. Like, he doesn't even take it. Rajon passed up a lot of shots too, in in those Boston days. Yo, Rajon Rondo has a career sixty percent free throw shooter, including one year. This man shot forty percent from the free throw line. Under how many? How many attempts? But sixty percent would be a huge improvement for Ben Simmons. (laughs) No, this man played sixty-eight games and shot thirty-seven, thirty-nine point seven percent from the free throw line. Jeez. And he and he was actually when he that was the year that he got 
he came back from his uh, ACL tear. So he actually was at 33% for Boston. Then when he traded to Dallas, he went up to 45%. I remember that being the storyline when he went to Dallas, that he wouldn't he wouldn't drive or he would never yeah. want to go to the free throw line. I, I remember nope. people talking about that. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, he was shooting 33%. Like, come on. There's no one touching Rondo given his size and his position. Like, because also given the fact that Ben Simmons at least is like a, a plus two shooting percentage person because of his ability to finish at the rim. Yeah, but, but yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about his efficiency. I'm just saying as a shooter. Right, the shooter's terrible. No, Rondo's still worse just because I don't know too many six foot guards that shoot under 40% for three throw lines. Like, he might be the only one. God, I, yeah. I mean, Eric Snow, I remember him being a bad shooter, but I, I'd still put Rondo over him, I think. All right, I just, so, all right, look, so I just, um, so basketball reference has the average distance of your field, if your field goal attempt. Yeah, 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 it is 5.5. Okay. <laughs> Rondo's lowest season is a 7. I mean, that's not great for a 6 foot, like, guard, once again. Him, uh, since we're going to field goal, like, this is a, uh, episode where we don't have much. Um, <laughs> yeah, did we start? About? I guess we started. Yeah, so, yeah, whatever. We'll get an intro at some point. Who cares? Yeah, um, look at that. So, one one person that I don't understand why people like so much is Boogie Cousins. He's not oh, good he around the rim. <laughs> he does not good around the rim. Somebody explain that to me. I play live once, and I was right there with you. I was like, wait. Because I had never really paid attention to him, and then I saw him play, and I was like, this, "He actually, he's like the easiest setting on 2K when you just try to finish, like you don't have moves yet, you just try to go up to the <laughs> layup." Just force it. To go <laughs> yeah, the layup. yeah, I was like, "Wait, that's it? This is this is your All Star?" So I'm I'm like, with you. Like he his two point for like I could start trolling and just name a whole bunch of NBA players that finished better around the rim than him. Like Dwayne Wade finishes better around the rim than him. Mind you, nobody finishes better around the rim than him. Like the amount of people that finish better around the rim for this supposedly dominant big man is crazy to me. So when people are so quick to jump, like, "Oh yeah, he's the most dominating force in the league," it's like, guys, yes, he's really big, and yes, when he misses his shots, he can get the rebounds because he's bigger than everybody. But the fact that he's so inefficient to begin with is really weird. Like, you I mean, he's, he's the most dominant. He's not the most dominant big man since Shaq. Like, come on. He's, he's kind of <laughs> like a You know, in some ways, to me, he's kind of like a bigger Melo. He reminds me of Melo when he's like, because Melo couldn't really finish at the rim either. And, like, they, but they both can get their boards. Like, they both just bully people in the post and get their board and keep blowing up. And then, you know, it's like they'll score, but it's like, yeah, they're shooting like 46%. Yeah. And they're good enough shooters that at least got to respect that. Yeah. Uh, shooting, shooting. Nope, Melo's not better from, uh, two-pointer than, I mean, from sort of three than Boogie, so that's not, that's, that's that, that, if I, if that was the case, I just would have never, ever said another good word about Boogie in the rest of my life. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so there's the, the Mellow line? Like yeah, the Mendoza line? The Steph Curry line. Let's look at the Steph Curry line. Yeah, you got me out here. Steph Curry's a better finisher around the rim than, and, uh, Boogie Cousins. Come on! Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, he's one of the best finishers around the rim. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't do it often. He also doesn't do it often. <laughs> but <laughs> that's my point. You're like, oh, yeah, Boogie's a, such a great finisher. No, he can't finish better than Steph. Call it. Well, yeah. I mean, and should finish better than should finish better Yes, than yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stats don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Um, 
just realized that this weekend is the big three final, and I know nothing about what's going on in it. Yeah, I just Hold saw on. Nancy Lieberman won, won the Coach of the Year award or something. Oh, really? What, co- okay. what coaching do they do? That's Shout out to ODU. Team. No, so, you gotta yell, you gotta work the rest. <laughs> These are very important things in the big three. He yeah, gave awards off of an eight game season. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> what awards do they have? Uh, the one I saw, I think Corey Maggetti won MVP or something like that. Oh, I know, yeah, like Nancy, Nancy Lieberman, I think I only remember, she used to coach the Liberty, right? When the WNBA? No, no, she coached the Shock. She coached the Shock. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's true. Uh, she's, from, she's from Brooklyn, though. Okay. I'm trying to remember who the so, okay, I got, I got the big three awards here. I got the big three awards. Your MVP, Corey McGetty, like you said, uh, Coach of the Year, Nancy Lieberman, Captain of the Year, whatever that means, Corey McGetty, Defensive Player of the Year, Chris Bergman, Anderson, Too Hard to Guard, which, well, okay. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. That's, uh, that's yes. Al Harrington. Uh, best craft talker is Gary Payton, actually a coach. Fourth man what? of the year, what? which this sounds. <laughs> Fourth man of the year, uh, I guess the Lou Williams Award. That went to Andre Innit. And then the big community award is uh, Ricky Davis. So there you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Out of all of those, you know which one surprises me the most. How did Ricky Davis get that award? How did he get that award? <laughs> yeah. I like, how is this voted on? Do we know? I, I got nothing. Like, Let's see. Find the players? Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, yeah, that, that's gotta be a Alright, so I'm reading this thing, and it says, the, the, it's talking about McGee. It says, the prestigious honor comes a year removed from an injury shortened season. Yeah, I remember it, yeah, so badly. <laughs> yeah, I don't, what are these awards? I'm trying to look this up. So, fourth man, like the fourth man, like how many minutes does the fourth man actually play? Do they even do minutes, you know? Because I think, isn't it just first to 50? It's, it's first to 50. Yeah. But they don't the do minutes? It's first to 50. Yeah, has, yeah, has, yeah. Has any big three player ever made it to no. the NBA yet? No, no, no. Because nah. they're not. Because, you know, there's one, there's one minor detail that people keep forgetting. It's an eight-game, half-on-half, three-on-three league. Why would I want them? Why would I want them in my training camp? It's a different skill set, you're saying. <laughs> somebody, somebody legitimately tried to tell me that Andre Emmett should be in the NBA, and I was like, "Yo, he's 36. He's playing." He's 36. Yes, he is 36. They're like, "Yeah, but he was nice." Was, yes, he was nice in 2004. And he plays in the Korean league, so clearly he's not even close to being in the NBA. <laughs> was the well, was the was the Kobe to the big three rumor ever? <laughs> was that ever explained why that was stated? The, 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 yeah, no one knows. Yeah, for like Ice Cube and Kobe, maybe they just bumped into each other in LA and, and somebody took a picture. Maybe that was it. No, um, like the owner, like the the GM was like, yeah, I think he can deal with the physicality, such and such, such and such. And then uh, that was turned. He's like, yeah, Kobe can play the league. Then that's it. Is that the rumor? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Kobe, and Kobe's people came out and said, no, there's no way that's happening. Oh, all right, okay, well, there you go. I guess that's that's it. All right, what else? Do you want to pick your big three lineup? Um, if I pick my big three lineup, if I was trying to win a championship game? Exactly. So, yeah, you do big three championships this week. The, what, the threes company? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> big three championships. <laughs> 
Whoa! Who you got? Who you bringing? Who you dusting off? I mean, my first pick is still with Arenas. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Uh, my first pick, I'm going Pedro Stoyakovich. He still looks in shape. I think he could still, he'd be like my Richard Lewis. You sure you're not out here like chain smoking with body being Sacramento? That was, it's no different than what he was doing when he was playing. His, his lungs are used to that, I think. Plus, like you said, it's half court. So. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I think wait, we'll wait, wait. I'm so sorry. The big three is half court? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start watching this. Yeah. I, look. Yo, you know, Friday's it. Fr- full court three on three does make absolutely no sense, so I should have known that, but like. <laughs> that would be the, that's just the worst. That's the worst idea. All this old ass man running up and down the court. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's half court. It's kind of weird actually because after they score, like sometimes they'll just dribble in. Like, they'll just go to half court and then just start dribbling, which to me, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah, um, I, I don't really watch it that much, thankfully, but, um... <laughs> so it's really uh, just, it, it's like, it's really just a pickup game. Yeah, it's a pickup game. That's why some players, that's why Amari can look nice for, like, 20 minutes, because it's like, all he's doing is dunking without having played play defense or running. Right, and then you, and it's real, it is actually, I mean, they, they fouled each other uh, a hell of a lot. So then, if you're just fat and old, you can <laughs> you can make sure nobody's dunking on you. Yeah, I see Big Baby out here looking like he's actually athletic. It's really weird. Baby, this is what you have on your team. I Jason Williams. I don't know, man. I, I, well, I clearly, I don't away. know anything about. This big retired NBA player. He, I mean, he like stretched his Achilles last year. Alright, any a retired NBA player. Uh, let me go with uh, Chris Duhon. I hate you so much. Why would you save him of all people? Like, why? Like, why? What did I do to you? Wait, why do you hate Chris Duhon? He's baby. Look like he's. <laughs> wow. First wow. of all, so disrespectful. <laughs> wow. Second of all, Chris Duhon wow. was like. Chris Duhon was the. He was actually the next player that that drove me to to Nick's message boards because I was so frustrated with how awful he was. He was, um, you know how, like, people talk about Steve Nash does that thing where he drills under the basket. Yes! Finds the guy. He does it to the time! Yeah, yeah. Chris Duhon does that, except he never finds the guy at the pass. He just dribbles and, like, circles, like, five times, and then it's a turnover. <laughs> Wait, how remember, long has like, it been since Chris Duhon actually played in the NBA, much, ne- much less for the Knicks? Doesn't matter. Probably five years. I don't know. But, like, no, I don't know was, how old this beef is. Oh, this is from, like, 2008, like, 2000. Yeah, when I was in college. This is what made me like, yeah, this is like right after college. This is when I quit the Knicks for a little bit. Gotcha. So it was like, so there was actually, cause I remember I got so frustrated when I'm doing that. So I started just doing Google searches for Chris Duhon and I found the Knicks message board. And on the message board, I remember somebody wrote like, the way Chris Duhon plays basketball, it's as if he grew up and his older brothers were just Kembe Mutombo and Ben Wallace and he's been scarred from the experience. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, he, he, was, he made he eight was seasons so, in the league. I mean, that's not really saying much. I bet you Michael Olakandi, Michael Olakandi made like eight seasons in the league, and I would no, never say he did anything good. Well, when you're seven feet tall, you know, you could hang on some rushes. Because even Darko, he got like two or three contracts. So I'm going to say under seven feet. That's that's impressive. Anyway. I am so mad that I thought Darko would be good when he was with the Knicks. That was the last year I played NBA Live. 
when uh, when Darko <laughs> came to the league, and he was a monster in NBA Live. They thought he would be good too. He'd do a little hop step and just dunk on everyone. And then I I think me as a Pistons fan, that was just too scarring. Like I was like, he that's what he was supposed to be, and we were supposed to just win every championship. It was like that half the season he was with the Magic. I was like, hmm, hmm, this is interesting. I also talk about something to Kwame Brown too. So like, I'm not, I'm not the guy. Like, did you? Yeah, I, I didn't even know anything about Kwame Brown. Kwame had, Kwame had a really good year with the the Lakers. He was like 12 and like seven. And I was like, oh, okay, he's solid. Like people like to make fun of Kwame Brown, but like, thing is, he had like the reason why he was in the league for so long because he actually was a pretty good defensive big. Like, yeah, Michael scarred him for life, but he was actually really serviceable as a defensive big in the later half of his career. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. He wasn't, he, he, right, like you said, he's a punchline, but he he wasn't that bad. I mean, he was just, he just shouldn't have been the number one pick. I mean, but if, think about all the bigs in that draft. Like, this, this Sagana Jock, like, what happened to him? Sagana Jock was gone ASAP. Uh, isn't he, isn't he dead? Did he not die? Did that make no. Sense? Yes, okay. he did. <laughs> Out here killing people for no reason. My yeah. bad. That's a fine. That's a fine. He's currently alive and well. He's currently. He's cold. currently. A, yeah, he's coaching for the Utah Jazz. All right, we're good. That's I'm glad. Crazy. He also had a looks like a 13 year career. All right, well there you go. So that's what he did. He, he played 13 years. He never averaged more than three points a game. Are you serious? I kid you not. He once started 45 games for the Dallas Mavericks when they were a playoff team and averaged 2.3 points a game. You know, on this note, I think this is related. How many people do you think Shaq employed as, like, Shaq defense all throughout the early 2000s? Eric Gampier got a nice deal. James Jones, Jamal McGlure, like, yeah, all them dudes, like, who were good and then kind of they just hung on because they were tall. Oh, yeah, they were around. was like, oh, we need somebody in case he face Shaq. Right. Do you think, you think it was a combined billion dollars in contracts handed out as just, like, that really Shaq should get, like, 10% of? Yes, it has to be. Yeah, because Gampier got $66 million. Andres Beatrice got, I forget how much yeah, he got. Yeah, he got, like, he got a lot. I remember, like, 75 something like that. He yeah, got he, got, yeah he got, like, a 75 mil. And then he forgot how to play basketball. That's because he was probably, his hands were too cramped from counting all that money. Did he know how to play basketball to begin with? Yeah, he did, I'd say. He had, he had a little mini run. Yo, he had one year when he averaged 12 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, oh, wow. a block and a half. Yeah, man. Reese's wasn't he was, bad. Yeah, he, he had, and I only Stand know that from fantasy. Yeah, but he, yeah. He, he yeah, he had, he, had th- he had three years where he basically averaged a double double. But he's talking, well, we're talking about Dale Davis. Because Dale Davis is playing like into his mid-50s. Just because he had to guard Chad. <laughs> Yo, you know, I thought Dale Davis and I like, thought they were actually yeah. brothers. Me too. Me too. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, they're not? I just found this out. Because <laughs> they always call them the Davis brothers. Brothers. They yeah. always call them the Davis brothers. I had no idea. No, I literally was like, oh, yeah, they're brothers. And then I thought, like, uh, who else was on that team? Was it, like, Derek McKee? I thought he was, like, their cousin or something. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought, like, at that point, I really thought, like, there was members in the NBA, just to call it, that were, like, siblings and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thankfully, we're not six anymore. 
Basketball wasn't that bad when I was six years old. I can't complain. Hmm. Ah, the glory days. Right. That's when I used to collect cards. I still got like five thousand basketball cards. Yeah. I still. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I like literally have like a whole set of like Fleer jam session or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just. I still have all my champion jerseys. Oh, really? That you know, those are back now. That's perfect. Can you still fit them though? I guess is the question. Uh, can I fit them? Yes. Should I be wearing them in public? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that self restraint. You gotta know yourself. I mean, they're all they're all like size uh, XL eighteen or twenty. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, that's impressive that you could even get that on as a, as a grown adult. Like I said, my Space Jam. I got the Magic. I mean, the Michael Penny. Grant Hill, Kevin Garnett, I had a bunch of them. No, I was gonna say that's like the that's like the one benefit of growing up in the baggy clothes era is like I still wear my high school clothes because now they actually fit me. Oh, (laughs) you were just buying them. They still don't fit me. They still don't fit me. Like literally, it was nine nine inches and like a hundred pounds ago, and like now they fit me. I wish I kept some of uh, like one of those. Rockerwear velour suits, man. Those are like, I, like all I want is that kind of comfort now. Like just to lay around in my house. I only have one. I only have one thing from high school, which is a Mesquite shirt, which was like the quality of it was so good that the paint never like chipped off of it, so I just kept it. And that joint's still too big. Did those Did those come back? Are people rocking Mesquite again? Nah, but I would love to. Yeah, I, that I, that was one. That's one I would welcome back. Like honestly, if it was up to me, I would have grown up in a shiny suit era. So I really would have rocked some shiny suits. And I know that for a fact. Baby, baby. After like mid-90s, like when I, like, I wish I was like a 20-year-old wearing like a shiny suit with a beeper attached to my hip. I'd have been right there with you. All right. I actually we did have the two-way. Right when two-ways went out of style, I was able to get my hands on one. And I thought I was a man for about, about six weeks. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I accidentally told somebody I was a Giants fan yet, uh, at work, and then they started asking me a lot of follow questions I didn't have answers to. <laughs> and I was like, well, fan might be strong. Like, it's more like... <laughs> but, uh... Hip force. Hip yeah. force. Yeah. Hip force. Wait, okay. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to say... The only thing that I care about in the past couple of weeks that we haven't discussed football wise is the ordeal with Cam and uh Calvin Benjamin and my his shoe away. And it might be too outdated. Baby, do you know what we're talking about? No. So can't you know so one of Cam and his ex teammates is talking like greasy about him in the press. So they played against each other like a week ago. And Cam okay. went Cam went out to see him. Like on the on the on the field, I was like, "Yo, what it is?" And he like shoot away one of his teammates, and his teammates was like, "Yep, I'm getting out of here." And just kept Wait. following him. Or- Who shoot away a teammate? Cam shoot away his yeah. Cam's teammate. Shoot, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he shoot away his teammate so he can have the one on one with the ex teammate that was talking to uh. about. Like, so he just video him just walking around, following this dude around, like, "Yo, what the business is?" With his hands behind his head. Hands behind his back, which you know is like, Ooh, yeah. I'm really, I'm really yeah, about to yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't see that video because that show was hilarious. 
Yeah. I mean, did you guys see the meme? Did you guys see the meme of the the Cleveland Browns coach that his stomach just kept acting crazy every time he said "hut" yesterday? Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I haven't <laughs> seen the episode yet. But but, I did see, uh, I did see that clip. Every single like, time, <laughs> his stomach would jump, jump, jump. They were like, they were like, I don't know if this man can ever do a push-up. No, Lord, no, no. His, no. I don't think his arms are long enough. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, this is our football insight right here. Boom. Yo, did, you, did you play football, Joe? Yeah, I played in high school. Uh, I, we, it was, we had literally 16 guys on our team my senior year. So it wasn't, you know, this wasn't uh, <laughs> Friday Night Lights. You know what I'm saying? So I played, uh, <laughs> played receiver for a team that ran the ball 93% of the time and then safety and, you know, it, the games were fun, but practice was <laughs> So you just had to block a lot. So you're really good at blocking. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm basically, I got to run around and in motion and then block different guys. That was, yeah, that was my main thing. Yeah, I've been like cornerback, so I don't have to ever touch anybody. Oh, you like right, Dion I'm, over there on the Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I see somebody coming near me, I'm ducking. Nuh-uh, I'm good. Well, you know, that's a penalty now in the, in the league. You can't, you can't duck down. Oh, um, yes, you can duck down if you're not trying to tackle anybody. <laughs> you would duck down and get out the way. <laughs> I think that, that's probably still legal. That's probably still legal. Nah, I remember one time in college, you were playing, like, two-hand touch. And, like, I was like, cool, I'm about to wrap this dude. So I I tried to get into form tackle. I, Wait, what? I, what? I tried to wrap him, like, I was trying to wrap him, like, you know, trying to wrap him, like, at the, like, the waist. But didn't you just say two hand touch? I mean, that's, I mean, uh, three second hole. Sorry. Right. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, three second hole. Every time you talk about one of your old Yeah, it starts to sound like his two seed fastball. I don't know. I do have a follow up to that, but, um, Okay, no, sorry. Okay. So you were. Yeah. Yeah, I took a knee to the head and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I was like, I don't know how his. I like because the dude tried to jump out the holes, and all you know is that his knee hit my head, and I hit the ground. And I was like, you know what? I'm good on this. This is not yeah. for me. Not for me. Three three game suspension for Urban Meyer. Oh, oh. breaking news! I mean, wow. I guess that's like the least they could do, in my opinion. Wow! So that means that they're going to suspend. Oh, so he actually misses an important game for them. Oh, which one? TCU. But no one knows. Like they'll beat Oregon State by like seventy. And they'll beat Rutgers by sixty, and then they'll might they might only beat TCU by twenty. Well, wait, where is the game? It's in um, Jerry World. You think that matters? I mean, which is basically a home game for TCU. It's not going to be that much for home. Like, Ohio State's going to travel to that game. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Even in Texas, because apparently, like the backup, like the backup G, like the backup coach, they weren't letting him talk to the uh, media, so he sent out like a. A type letter, like a note to the media, like here's an update on our team, and it's like signed by him, and it's just really cheesy. Like the quarterbacks are progressing through this month, and blah 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 uh, blah, blah blah blah. So he 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 took the time to write out a boring yes. recap of nothing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was like thank you for this. They 
they did say that uh, they ordered pizza today, and I was curious to know if it was Papa John's, given uh, the last time we saw everybody eating pizza. <laughs> this is, I feel like that is, uh, that's going to launch a whole other discussion about uh, about football. And Papa John's? I mean, what is he doing right now? What's Papa John's? Like, what is he doing right now with his life? What do you think he's doing, like, today? I see him getting very fat. Uh, I don't feel like, he doesn't strike me as, like, somebody who's going to keep himself together, not in the limelight. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I'm on Twitter and everybody's like talking about how Papa John's and like Domino's is cardboard, I'm just like, eh, I don't like it. I mean, so I mean, do you like Big Macs? You know, I feel like that's no, you know, no. Come on now, that's ridiculous. Uh, so I had a Big oh, Mac oh, yesterday. Okay. I definitely had a Big Mac. I definitely had a Big Mac yesterday. I've I can't. I literally can't remember the. I don't. Well, I've never had a Big Mac. But I can't remember the last time what? I had a fast food burger from like the. McDonald's or Burger King level place. Is that, Not wait, since why, I was poor. Why have you never had a Big Mac? I feel like that is a much more important part of this. I just like the secret sauce. So that's like, which is the thousand Island sauce? Right. So, growing up, I thought, it's like my parents, you know, Jamaican parents, they were very much anti-fast food because that costs money and we have food in the house. <laughs> um, so I didn't really have much exposure to fast food. Yeah. Pre-high school. Okay. And so what I knew, my understanding was that burgers automatically came with pickles. And I knew that I didn't like pickles. So I was like, oh, I just will never eat a burger. So yeah. I figured it, it automatically came with pickles and it automatically came with onions. And I didn't like either of those. So I was like, I was never going to eat a burger. And then much later in life, someone told me that you were allowed to like say, oh, I don't want this thing on my food. <laughs> when I yeah. yeah. Somebody gave you some self-esteem, you know, yeah. you, you finally looked yeah, at yourself. So they, they, you know, they put me on the game. Um, and when I got into the burger game, I was pretty much just a, just give me a cheeseburger guy because I was scared of all the other toppings. And so I just never got around to having a Big Mac, basically. So my parents will tell you that I learned that from an early age that I can get nothing on my burger. Because, like, I was like, I don't want that. I don't want, like, I, I knew I didn't like pickles and I knew I didn't like onions either. Maybe this is a Jamaican thing. Um, yeah, because like, I eat everything. So. Nah, man, I don't want no onions in most of the like. I'll eat onions in some things now today, but for most foods, I don't eat onions. Like, if I get Chinese, if I get Chinese food, I cannot have onions in my rice. Like, I literally like, yo, take that out. Uh, that's ridiculous. Onions and, are delicious. I, I don't you know. know what to say and, and it's to the I point went through. Where, like, I went. I went through a trying experience in my life that you know. I through that experience, I learned to love onions. <laughs> I mean, I eat onions and certain oh, things. But, uh, okay, I got that. I just got uh, that. Took me a second. Um, I still won't eat. I won't eat them in Chinese food rice. Like my brother orders a lot of food similar to me, just because the way I ate as a child, I was so picky, which is kind of funny because he eats everything, but he's mm -hmm. like, no, I don't want onions in my food either. I don't know. Maybe you should do. Yeah, maybe something genetic or something. Because yeah, <laughs> you're missing out. You really. Are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They got a lot of stupid stuff on there. Like, like your your armpit hair is more likely to to grow fast. You know, like they have all these like, <laughs> markers in, in the report. Well, you did They're, that. Those are the that. ones that don't make the commercial. Yeah, we did during me, and then oh wait, I'm bleeping all this out actually because they're not paying. But anyway, yeah, we did during me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it it tells you regions. So it'll be like, you're from Sub-Saharan West Africa. Like, you were a slave. Okay. <laughs> and, and then, but, you know, I'm also like 12%. Uh, 
British or not British, but like United Kingdom or whatever. So yeah. it kind of tells you regionally, and then they have all these like little genetic markers um, that tell you, for instance, that my hairline is good. So I knew genetically when I knew that <laughs> that I would be, you know, straight. And ah, so far so good, fellas. So far so good. So uh, yeah. Anyway, that was my experience. Uh, so, switching gears for a minute, Joe. Actually, <laughs> what do you think of Succession? Oh, Such I love this show. Yeah, Such a good show. Did you mentioned it like maybe three weeks ago, and so like maybe a week and a half ago, me and my wife kind of just started it, and then about three days later, we were done with it. So yeah, that that's a good <laughs> indication. Like yeah. I I love the show because the the main guy who I'm gonna forget everybody's name. Yeah. Um, Kendall. Logan? Yeah, oh, Kendall. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he. Logan's the dad. I, yeah. Yeah, Logan's the dad. So, Kendall, I just, he was, he just acted the hell out the road. Cause, like, I really was rooting for him. And then I was like, oh, man, you did it again. You know, like, I was kind of <laughs> I was like, I was, I was all in, man. I was all in. It was like, you <laughs> wanted him to win so bad. And he just couldn't help but be incompetent in, like, crucial moments. Every time he started to do that stupid little stutter look down thing, I just, I was like, oh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, so like, all right, so my thing with that show is that I didn't really know much going in, right? So I had seen maybe like a bit of a trailer or a commercial, and I thought it was supposed to be a very serious show. Yeah, me too. And, and so, and so like, when I, I started watching it, I just kept laughing, and I was like, wait, am I supposed to be? Like, I just couldn't figure out whether I should be laughing. I was like, yo, this is like the funniest show <laughs> ever to me, but I don't know if that's how I should be feeling about this. You know what's crazy? Yet. You know, the third episode, I, I it just, we were fast forward and I happened to catch in the intro that Will Ferrell and Adam McKay are the executive yeah. producers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they are. So though I, so I had that same experience and then I was like, oh no, okay, this is like, this is intentional. Yeah. <laughs> Super intentional. Yeah. Now it's a great show, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to season two. They, um, I like that they wrapped, I like that they tied up this first season. I feel like we know, like, it's over now. And then, you know, you just kind of start with something new in season two, I hope. Yeah. Oh, Greg, man. Greg. It's all about Greg. I feel like Greg's going to be super canonical in season two. Wait, wait. Sorry. Which one is Greg? Greg is the one who, the, the, oh, the, Greg the, the, the Greg cousin. Greg the, yeah, Greg the Oh. Yo, he, he, uh, he kind of associated that giant. Uh, <laughs> He was like, uh, he, I guess you would call that backing into the playoffs, I guess. You know? Cause yeah. He, <laughs> seemed like he was completely an idiot, and then all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, y'all have insecure thoughts thus far? Honestly, it's the hottest thing. Not really. Like, like, there's nothing compelling about it thus far to make me necessarily, like, have an opinion on it. I feel you. It's, it's yeah. very, it's very much a setup, I think, so far. Or, I guess I'm, that's my hopeful. I do have one thought on HBO though. Ballers has to go. Ballers is so bad. It's man, it, I'm telling you, it is empty calories. It's not. Don't invest in it. You know, it's background music. That's what it is. But sometimes you hear the lyrics in some background music, and you're like this is shit. That's true. That's true. I've probably done that. Wait, so here's why I don't understand. This show is supposed to be about football, right? So like from the commercials I see, he's now <laughs> doing like. Extreme sports, like I thought he was yeah. an NFL agent. Like what's there? Yeah, it, it has. I feel like they just threw a dart at a dartboard. 
when they started writing this season. Because <laughs> yeah, now all of a sudden it's like Russell Brand and 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 the X Games. And how does yeah, Russell, Russell Brand keep getting jobs to be Russell Brand? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> has anyone had an easier acting career than he has? Maybe, maybe Vince Vaughn. Do you feel like he, cause he, he will Vince Vaughn the hell out of a role. That's true. That's true. Uh, alright. Well, we're at about an hour. Yeah. Is there anything mm-hmm. else you wanted to hit specifically? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. We didn't touch on a single relevant topic today. It's pretty fantastic, I think. We didn't even yeah. have an intro. Yeah, no intro. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Just put it there, man. Who cares? Boom. Okay, well, hello and welcome to the Receding Hairlines podcast. And thank you for listening <laughs> to episode three <laughs> of the Receding Hairlines podcast. <laughs> Episodes are now available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you like it, rate it so that more people can find it. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Paul? Why did you do it like that? Uh, what? Oh, I just realized what you just said. <laughs> what, will we ever have a decent outro? That's no. Okay, that, that is my that is my that is my solemn promise to you both that I will never get good enough or professional enough at this to do a proper outro. So, sounds great to me. Promise accepted. Right. Yeah, man. I promise. Work to LeBron. <laughs>